Hello and welcome to The Deadliest Catch, a podcast of two idiots talking about raising kids. I'm Anthony. In a moment, I'll be joined by co-host Kevin. Since we're as new to podcasting as we are to parenting, we neglected to record a proper introduction, so I'm recording this on my own right now. And then I'll throw to our intro podcast. Kevin and I are a couple of childhood friends who both happen to be having our first child within a few months of each other. There are plenty of resources out there for new moms, but few ever focus on the dads. So we're here to provide some advice and guidance, but most likely just a whole bunch of mistakes for you all to laugh at and learn from. Each week we'll address some topic related to dad's role in pregnancy and parenting, provide a couple tips and maybe some mistakes to avoid, and the occasional product review. This first episode is a bit all over the place because we didn't really have a defined topic, but we will try to be more focused in the future. No promises regarding us being successful in that endeavor. And so, without further ado, let's get this shit show on the road. Okay, so this is the deadliest catch. Deadliest. Deadliest, not deadliest. Though, (laughs) we are hoping to avoid any deadliness with our children. So, I'm Anthony. And Um, I'm Kevin. You guys let me introduce myself. You can't cut me off with um. Jesus Christ, amateurs. And we are super amateurish in everything we do, podcasting and parenting alike. Yay. So I'm an attorney. I live in Milwaukee. And my daughter was born a week ago. How's that going, by the way? Oh, oh my God. It's it's so tiring (laughs) that I don't even know what to do with my life anymore. Well... You have 18 years to figure it out. I, I'm pretty sure I'll screw it up far before then. <laughs> Kids are resilient, though. I mean, they're bouncy for sure. She'll be fine. Is not when I introduce myself. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I'm Kevin. I'm a, a nurse in the uh, Chicagoland area. Soon to be nurse practitioner, actually, come well October when I get my license. But uh, and my wife is currently 32 weeks pregnant. We're due on September 12th. Uh, I'm a nurse in the Chicagoland area. I'll be a nurse practitioner soon, uh, come October when I receive my license from the state finally. Uh, and yeah, my wife is 32 weeks pregnant, due in September, and miserable as all can be, which I know Lisa uh, went through those stages. But yeah, she was um, very eager to have this child removed from her. It went from like being totally fine. Up until about 28 weeks, and then overnight, she ended up with every ailment that I have. Heartburn, back pain, sciatica, like all these problems. I make myself sound like I'm like a 50-year-old obese man. But <laughs> she, she texted me the other day, and she asked me, you know, tell me what about whatever pain she was having. I'm like, you have clinical sciatica. That's actually, like, the diagnosis is exactly what she described to me. This baby cannot come soon enough for her. Let's just say that. Yeah, well, Lisa kind of started out there because she already has sciatica and back pain and <laughs> and sleeplessness and i was just like oh all those problems you have they're uh 10 times worse now plus now you have to pee every three minutes well again same problems that i have anyways kind of back to the introductory phase of it the, the purpose of this podcast is just well how did you phrase it two idiots figuring out parenting yeah i probably less about the figuring out and more about the two idiots two, two idiots talking about parenting yeah, that's that's but the best I can hope for. There certainly is a component of figuring it out. I The second I finished all of my nursing stuff for kids, I forgot everything about pediatrics, so this is going to be a whole new experience. I, I, I don't think I've ever changed a, a diaper on a child. 
I had to change the first diaper. Like the first, the, her first diaper ever, or yeah, I, I so that's the that's the worst one. That's nine uh, months of of, of <laughs> bodily tissue that's just backed up in there. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty bad. Actually, though, it wasn't the worst one. There was there was an instance where I went to change her, and I was like, "Oh, she pooped. I'll change her." I was like, "Oh, wait, she's currently pooping. <laughs> she won't stop pooping." See, I've done that with a. And the diaper was the diaper was off, and I was just like, "How do I catch this?" Oh my god, make it stop! But yeah, so this is us just talking about you know raising kids. Also, you know, it's a chance for Kevin and I, who grew up together, to talk about kids every week. Since uh, kindergarten, right? Yeah, yeah. We and grew up down the sh- down the street from each other. Then and you decided uh, to go to Florida for school, and then that was that. I went to Florida, and then I went to Milwaukee, and. I'm a globetrotter. I go to all these <laughs> exotic locations, like Tampa. Might as well have a fucking kid with this dog. <laughs> Every time I gotta uh, do something, she decides to start scratching at the bathroom door because she wants water. She's an idiot. Yeah, I will say my, my my first uh, my first dad tip for you: acclimate your dog to babies, or make uh, sure that she's okay with babies. I think she is. The only so we didn't. They have. Like, YouTube videos of crying babies. That's just it. It's just, like, 20 minutes of a baby crying. That sounds like my nightmare. And you're supposed to play it so the dog is like, oh, that's a sound I'm familiar with. Like, no problem. Uh, I think Lisa and I made it through, like, 15 seconds of it. They're like, this is the worst (laughs) thing in the world. (laughs) And the worst thing is, it's too late. Now it's going to be there. For you guys, it's already there. But Yeah. Well, and Lisa's like, well, we need to get used to this. And I'm like... Yeah, it's different when it's a human being that I can do something about. <laughs> I can feed a baby. I can, like, hold her. I can't hold this YouTube video and make it shut up. I, um, I'm going to buy some really nice, expensive, noise-canceling headphones. And, uh, so when the kid starts crying, it's not as and, bad as it, And that'll when, be your life. What, <laughs> I'll have to find a great Pandora station. But when the kid starts crying, I'll just pick up the child, because people are concerned that I'm going to ignore the child using the headphones, but I'll hold the child with the headphones on so I can't hear anything. And then I won't know if it's crying. I was, I was like, feeding her the other day, and I have my headphones on. And Lisa's like, are you listening to a podcast? I'm like, what else am I supposed to do? I want to be productive. <laughs> I was like, don't worry, I can hear her crying over my headphones. They're okay. not that loud. So how is she, um, uh, are we umming? Are we switching? Well, real quick, so the one thing we did do that actually may have been useful is when we left the, when we were at the hospital, I I went home real quick and I brought like the like one of the shirts the baby was wearing and like one of the blankets she was in, and like put them like t- tied a little bit of it around the dog's collars and they like were able to like smell it and be okay with it. That's clever. So that yeah, so and I just like have stuff that uh smells like the baby there before you even get to the house so that way the dog is like oh yeah i'm i know that smell i'm done with it that's fine whatever well our dog um a guy could walk in just looking as shady as hell and walk up and punch me in the face and my dog would befriend him just because she doesn't (laughs) care she like she's afraid of her own shadow and other dogs but humans she wants to be around nonstop. so she's not the best guard dog i'm pretty certain she'll be okay with the baby but you know, worst case scenario, we sell the dog. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's probably not a problem you'll be having then. I don't know. I don't know how much money we'll get for her, but... <laughs> but, like, our one dog, 
he has like a lot of anxiety problems. Like we give him Prozac. Nice. <laughs> so, that might help you later on. I know. I'm gonna uh, bust into his his stash one day. He's the vet's gonna long. be. The vet's gonna. No, it's not. It's like I don't know. It's like nothing. Yeah, but the vets get the vets can start wondering why I'm refilling his prescription every ten days. The dog has a problem. You know, you could just be like uh, most patients that come into the ER and just go to different vets and try to get them all filled in different areas. You know, oh, I haven't had my prescription filled in weeks, and then you go look online because there's a database for that, by the way, uh, where you can pull up and look and see how often you actually have had your prescription filled. And because obviously, sir, you received two hundred Norco pills in the last month. Where did they go? I don't know. Um, but yeah, so that's my dog tip. <laughs> I don't know. One Jeez. bit of actual parenting advice. My my brother and sister-in-law have... Um, uh, what is he, about seven or... No, he's nine months old now. A nine-month-old baby. And we, we brought Minnie over to kind of meet him once or twice. And he was... My sister-in-law is kind of particularly... Well, you know, she's a mother, so she's concerned about... <laughs> my dog like in, inhaling and eating uh, her child but he was fine with her he just licked him a lot Minnie just licked uh, the kid a lot so yeah. I think that'll be that'll be fine my kid's gonna smell like dog breath but it'll be okay I mean that'll probably be an improvement worst yeah worst things have happened but yeah so you know baby's doing good she uh are we calling her baby B is that what we have a code name for her on this baby B I mean I call her B because when you become famous, when we become famous doing said podcast, you're gonna want you know you're gonna want the separation of celebrity and personal life. Right. Yeah. All those all those big podcast celebrities like uh, they're out there. Well, usually they're celebrities before they're podcast celebrities. But right. Out there. Wasn't. Ah <laughs> uh, no. We'll be the. Mark, uh, I think there's one famous podcaster, and that's Mark Marin, who still doesn't even really count because he was famous I was, first. I was just about to say that, but I thought he was a comedian first. He was a. Yeah, he was a pretty good stand-up. And then he was like, I'm going to do a podcast in my garage. <laughs> well, it works. <laughs> yeah. But, right. So when when she was born, I learned so much about <laughs> jaundice this last week. Oh, did she have hyperbilirubinemia? Yes. Did they put her under the glow lamp? Yes. Nice. So That's always a good one. To uh, expand... When babies are born, they got a whole bunch of dead red blood cells, and the body's got to get rid of them. And if it doesn't, it builds up and causes jaundice. Uh, and she had some bruising when she was born, like because her head got stuck. Basically, <laughs> there are two ways about it. Well, you do big... have a big head, and so she to, in proportion to your body. Yeah. So she had some bruising, which like. It caused more bilirubin in her system and she was pretty, she had a pretty elevated level. And so the doctor prescribed this glow lamp yeah. that we attached, like, slide under her clothes. It's like a panel. It's what? not the... Under, under her clothes? Yeah, so there's huh. there's two there's two types. There's the one where they're, like, in a little chamber with a light yeah. shining on them. Kind of like a green like greenhouse. Yeah. It's, it's like the a one that... greenhouse, but they put oxygen in it. The one that we had was like a flat panel that was flexible, and you can slide it under under them or inside, like under their shirt. That's one way to do it. And you can like hold them and stuff while they're on it, but they're still tethered to this big box with a light in it. So it was it was 
not fun at all. <laughs> well, but, yeah, but, that's, that's very but effective. Yeah, it's so. a very common problem in, in uh, newborns, but the problem is when you go home and then they end up becoming jaundiced, but that's, I think, a little bit more few and far between. Again, I don't remember anything about my maternity or pediatric rotations from nursing school because I don't do anything with pediatrics or pregnant women. So Yeah. Basically what happened was the do- uh, our pediatrician came to the hospital, they did the test, and they're like, eh, it's kind of high. So they scheduled a follow-up appointment to see which direction it was going. Mm-hmm. So then, like, on Friday, they were like, uh, yeah, it's pretty high. <laughs> let's let's do something about this. But, the like, one day of the light therapy did, like, a, a lot of good. benefit to her. So. Good. so she's pretty much good now, you know. She's eating healthy. fine. She's healthy, baby. Yeah, she's doing her baby things, which is mostly just sort of staring and sleeping and pooping. I'm really excited for that phase of it. Not so much the. See, I don't know. Yeah, I shouldn't say it because my wife will hear this. <laughs> no, she's not going to listen. Don't worry. No, that's true. No, <laughs> only two people listening. It'll be me and you. The maybe. The... <laughs> yeah, I didn't listen to the last the the demo one. The uh... bastard. <laughs> I spent a lot of time on that. I've been busy. <laughs> no, uh, I'm not sure. The kids that come, you know, baby, you can't reason with kids, which is my biggest issue. Like, I like to, I'm not a reasonable person, but I like to try to reason with other people. And when you get a kid in the ER and they just, I should, I should specify, I'm an ER nurse for now. Um, but when you got a, a baby that's just screaming nonstop, I'm like, this is, oh, I should have held off. I should have waited. <laughs> But, my, so my my that re- brings me to my second tip. <laughs> there's this there's this um, book and DVD that this pediatrician made called "The Happiest Baby on the Block." He has like these tips for calming down, you know, crying babies and the process to go through it. And so far, super effective. So check that out. What's and, it like, called? The Happiest Baby on the Block. And there's a, there's a book, but, like, don't read the book. Just get the, the DVD and watch. I usually prefer to watch my stories versus read them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure the book is better than the movie, but nobody's got time for that. But, yeah, check out check that out because it does have, like, tips for... So, she'll, so B will cry, obviously, because, like, babies cry. But usually we're pretty good at being able to calm her down within a minute or two. Mm-hmm. And not having to deal with that sort of... She's not colicky, basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's been helpful for that. Also, your baseline doesn't really count. You're talking about... <laughs> ch- ch- children in the emergency room are difficult to deal with. <laughs> well, no, no, no. No, no, no. Um, the, the thing about that is most people that go to the ER don't need to be in the ER, including kids. And... I will likely be one of those completely clueless parents, but you know, your first time parents, they don't know, you know the kids, uh, there's actually a diagnosis that pops up on the screen that you can like, you know, when someone comes into the ER, you have to put on, put in what their, what their chief complaint is, why they're in the ER, and it's usually a set, I don't know, like hundred options you choose from that I think is related to a specific like insurance code, but crying baby is one of them, like <laughs> people. He won't stop crying. Well, because he is six days old and he's not used to being outside in normal, you know, non 
98.6 degree temperatures in a nice fluid-filled cavity. I'm not sure if it's nice, but a fluid-filled cavity. There's air out here. Yeah. He's never, he's never used his lungs before. But hey, usually they don't come in at six days. They come in at like two months. And like, he won't stop crying. It's like, he's not going to stop crying for two years. Even when he stops crying, he's going to start crying for more, you know, illogical reasons. You know, Mickey Mouse isn't on anymore, so he's going to cry. He, he won't come back on until tomorrow at 8. See, that's why you need the DVR. That's true. Solve that, solve that problem. So, yeah, I know. That, those are my updates. That's, that's where we're at with the baby. I didn't know you guys were due so soon. I was like, yeah, hey, we'll start the podcast in July. You're doing, I thought you were doing August or something. I don't know. It was July 9th. Which, nah. did it come on time? It, did no. she come on time? No. Apparently, only 3% of babies come on their due date. Um, so, so she was much, born on the 11th. Much to my wife's uh, displeasure, I'm hoping the baby comes two weeks late, which <laughs> usually they don't let happen, if ever. But she, because uh, she started her job in March or April, so her six-month anniversary at work when she would get paid maternity is October 10th, and our baby's due September 12th. <laughs> so she could just keep it in for two more weeks. Well, she can just take maternity leave. Yeah, but it's later. not as easy as getting paid maternity. What? So can she just take? She doesn't have to take it immediately, right? As opposed to what? Oh no, no. The event has to be because um, I was like to save up your PTO and you use it for those two weeks, and then on oh. October first. But it has to be the event, the event that has occurred. That essentially, it's family me family medical leave act, the FMLA. Yeah, and uh, well, you know that because you're a lawyer. Um, <laughs> you give me far too much credit but maybe the listeners don't uh, all two of them us um, I, d- I did not know that so yeah you're right uh, so <laughs> um, what was I saying about that oh whatever it is if you want to take FMLA for you know a, a loss in the family or something like that if it's going to be paid the, the event has to be after your eligible for which is six months for her so it won't uh, so, so really pushing her to hold it in there don't let that baby out and she considering how miserable she is now yeah. i don't think she's gonna be on board with that yeah so i was hoping that the baby was gonna come two days early because then her birthday would have been seven seven seventeen yeah but now she's seven eleven isn't it seven eleven seventeen which is a palindrome so i'm okay with that oh i guess I still think if I tweet at Seven Eleven, I can probably get a free Slurpee out of this. Maybe she can get free Slurpees for life, but then you're going to have an obese child with diabetes. You don't uh, want that. No, I'll just I'll only feed her Slurpees. Do they make diet Slurpees? I don't think that's possible. Uh, a bunch it's, of Splenda. It's, ew. I feel like we've gone off topic here. All right. Back to kids. So I want to hear your story, your your oh. decision story. You you you've teased me with this story like three times now, but you haven't told me. So I want to well, know what your well. Then I your, realized this morning your LeBron t- James decision was when you texted me whatever day it was about what we'll talk about today, and I, I'm like, oh shit, I hope I didn't talk this story up too much. It's not the greatest, but it's hilarious for the people who are there because it was more. It was a decision that involved more than me and just Aaron, uh, or uh, me and Aaron, I should say. We were like any good decision. Uh, making situation we were hammered and that's not when it happened but we were like <laughs> the original that plan came later the, yeah the original plan we got married in the end of 2015 so we were going to wait two years before around two years before trying to have kids and 
take our time and enjoy life because we were still finishing our master's programs and all that stuff. Uh, and I don't know, I, I don't know what happened. I think it was when my brother had his second kid. At some point, we were like, ah, maybe we'll consider talking about doing it, you know, having a kid a little bit earlier. So we were at uh, my buddy Mitch's wedding. We were standing up in his wedding, so we were hammered drunk on the trolley, um, heading to the reception. Trolley drunk is the best drunk, by the way. It was it was Miller Lite and cheap champagne drunk, which is even better. And I forget, I don't know why it like, crossed our minds that this is a good time to talk about having a child. So I'm like, you know, I'd be all right with having a kid a bit earlier. And she's all excited. She's like, really, you're, you know, I wouldn't mind doing it either. I was like, yeah, you know, it going to be tough. We didn't get to spend a whole lot of time, but we like kids, right? Which is not entirely true. I mean, I, I tolerate them, but uh, don't tell her I said that. And she don't listen to this, but... Your kid is different than other people's kids. I love <laughs> kids. I do like kids, especially when they're not crying. But, um... So we're, we're, we're seven sheets to the... Well, I was seven sheets to the wind. I think she was just four. But, um... Like, I was the kind of drunk where, like, you were... By blind. the way, I appreciate the, uh, the nautical reference, considering the name of Ark. <laughs> Hey, Can we just fit in as many nautical references to this for two non-sailors non- <laughs> as possible? I can, I can really think of a few, but they really kind of cross that line into, like, uh, the details of the... Anyways. Um, so we went to the port side, and... Uh, Never mind. Scrap that idea. <laughs> showed her my mast. It was half-mast. It went full. Um, she... Where were we at now? We've derailed. Uh, you guys were drunk. I was the kind of drunk where, like, you're plotting, if we can't stop to pee, where am I going to do it? That's going to be the least awkward for everybody else. And, like, this is a one of those Chicago trolleys that have, like, no windows, and it's kind of a colder October day, so I don't want anyone seeing my junk. But I'm like, I could pee in the can in the back. Nobody would know. There's only, like, 12 women on board. They, Most of them have seen a penis. So, <laughs> that's how bad it was. So, we're talking about, we're talking about, like, what we thought, oh, by the way, was very quiet, like, private conversation about having a kid and trying, like, yeah, let's just, let's just do it. Let's just have a kid. You know, like, flip a switch. There you go. There's your kid. We're talking about, like, going out and buying a new couch or something. And the bride turns around and looks at us and goes, maybe you guys should talk about this when you're sober. Yeah, it's probably a good, <laughs> probably a good plan. But then ever since then, it sucks. Yeah, that's the thing. It wasn't the greatest story in the world. It was just that we were not in any sort of decision-making capacity and we decided to have a kid. And, so, and then, like, two months later, we're pregnant, so... I like the I like the bride's input that like you guys were gonna have the baby immediately while you were. Tr- it's not like well she wasn't sober either. For the record, maybe, maybe she's <laughs> talking about this while you're sober. It's like I'm not gonna have the baby right now while drunk. Yeah, we have to go. We need to have this baby. It's not like you're like <laughs> it's like species where it comes out 15 minutes later. No, so that was our that was our decision story. It wasn't any sort of like contemplation or long discussion or anything we were hammered drunk at a wedding after like spending a couple hours with my brand new nephew and just decided <laughs> yeah nah, now's yeah, a like, good time to have this conversation babies seem fun uh, i want one of those yeah <laughs> so that was that and is, then here we are is aaron a planner i feel like between I... the two of you it's not you're not a planner so it's got to be her so here's the funny thing i i think i might be more of a planner in some respects like this move you know that we're we're in the middle not in the we're far behind where we're supposed to be in the move 
but I have I'm the one with the lists and the, sh- the shit that needs to be done, and we got to call ComEd and all the stuff. I, I'm planning ahead for all that stuff. Or I think she. I mean, granted, she also can't get up off the couch without help now. She's planning for the kid better than I am. I, she has like seven books, and I don't. If you know, we recovered this earlier. I don't read books, so I don't know. I guess we're both planners in our own separate ways. Like we're both. When people say she's more clean, she's actually just more tidy, but I'm cleaner. I scrub, <laughs> I scrub things, but I leave shit all over the place. She just picks it all up and never scrubs it. So if that makes any sense. Does that work? That works. You may be surprised to know that of the two of us, Lisa is the one who plans stuff. I, yeah, assumed as much. <laughs> um, so basically for us, it was just like, yeah, we, we had talked about, yeah, like, you know, we got to get, you know, get married, get a house, have a kid. You know, in some sort of broad timeline, and then she's like, "All right, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop taking my pill, and then we'll try to have a baby." And I was like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's baby time." Apparently, at least she, at least she had the courtesy to tell you. Yeah, she didn't give me that. She didn't give me the update. I was just like, "All right, I guess, I guess now, now we're at we're at baby time now." So I, yeah. it's like you know, well, you, she had her whole timeline planned out, and I was like, "All right, we, let's do this." We had, uh, originally, the plan was to, after graduating, you know, we both just finished our master's in nursing, so we were planning on leaving the state, getting the hell out of Dodge and going to, I was applying to some, like, um, nurse practitioner fellowship programs out in Colorado and D.C. and all that stuff, so the plan was just to leave, and, you know, who gets pregnant the second month after you're trying, like, everyone that we've been talking to, it's like, well, I've been trying for three years, and I've tried every sort of artificial whatever, Never works for anybody. So we're like, yeah, we'll start now. Who knows what's going to happen? We can move, and then we'll settle in, and the baby will be there. And then she told me that we're, that she was pregnant, and after all the excitement and everything, we kind of did the math and realized the baby's due right when we'd be moving to whatever, because all these programs start in October. And we're like, our due date's like you know, the middle of September. So we didn't plan that aspect of it, which is fine, because, you know, whatever. I've got a good job offer here now and everything, but... It, we, you know, were, we kind of assumed it would be later than, like, take more than two months. Super sperm. Yeah, we were sort of in the same thing where it was like, all right, we're going to try. And then, like, six weeks later, Lisa's like, baby. I was like, oh, geez. That was that was fun while it lasted. <laughs> did, uh, how did, how did Erin tell you? Did she do anything, like, uh, cute? Or was she just like, over di- over washing dishes. Oh, by the way, there's a baby in me. I think that's the second or the third kid comes out, or you're told that way. No, she. Um, I was at uh, I was at uh, playing music with my brother and my dad. We were, you know, quote unquote band practice, even though we're not really a band anymore. But we were um, just you know playing around, and my brother and I were going to go to the hockey store because we were both starting to pick up hockey, so we had to go buy skates and shit. And I texted her something like, "I'll be home soon," and then. 20 minutes later, text her, okay, I'm, I'm packing up now. And then 20 minutes later, okay, and now I'm, I'm finally leaving. And she kept saying, you know, really, come on, hurry up, whatever. And I, we were supposed to go get sushi and drink this apparently fancy bottle of wine her dad got us from Italy. Um, but I probably won't be able to taste the difference. I shouldn't say that. I'm sure it's going to be. I've never had expensive wines. So I don't know what it's going to taste like. But I can drink that <laughs> yellow tail there's, $5. There's no difference. No. no. There's, 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 there's three kinds of wine. Vinegar wine and what's the point of spending this much money on wine and, and Kool-Aid White Zinfandel adult Kool-Aid oh, well, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you in two months when the baby pops out and we down that thing 
So we were going to have a bottle of wine, then go out for or go out for some sushi, then come back and have a bottle of wine and watch a movie or whatever. So she's rushing me. So we go to the hockey store, and we're waiting and waiting, and no one's helping us. And she's rushing me, so we decided, screw it, we'll just go a different day. And I call her on the way home, and she's, like, super anxious for me to get home. And I'm like, what is the problem? I'll be home soon. Relax. Don't be like that, you know. Get home. And she's all excited. And she goes, oh, you want to see what I got mini? I was like, oh, God. She's like, I got her something from PetSmart. I'm like, don't make it one of those stupid poodle shirts because she's a mix between, you know, a golden, a golden doodle, a golden retriever, and a poodle mix. So I'm like, don't have it be one of those stupid-ass poodle shirts. So she runs upstairs with a dog. The dog starts coming back downstairs is wearing this pink shirt. I'm like, Jesus, you got her a fucking poodle shirt. Pardon my French. And uh, she, um, and on the back of it, it says, I think it says Big Sister or something. And it was one of those, like, huh, we don't have any kids. Why would she get that? That's a dumb shirt. Wait for me to have a kid. Then I was like, oh, my God. We... <laughs> and I'm sure that happened all in a matter of, like, a second and a half. But for me, it was... In my mind, I mean, I'm slow to begin with, so it was a really slow figuring it out process. So we actually used that shirt to tell everybody else, um, and we actually, I think we got that idea from my brother and sister-in-law, who had a shirt that said Big Brother for my older nephew. So we did the same thing with them, and we're like, oh, you want to see this hilarious shirt we got, Minnie? And we put it on and had Minnie walk over there. It took him a couple seconds to register what happened, and I mean, like noticeable seconds. It wasn't like a one second difference. It was like five seconds before they were just like, Holy did you get shit. another? <laughs> yeah, what? Oh, that's what, yeah, they might have thought we got another dog or something. Yeah. I was like, no, no. <laughs> so we told my parents, my mom's like, oh, that's cute, pink shirt. I'm like, no, no, look at it. Yeah, no, it's, it's a cute pink shirt. I'm like, read the fucking shirt. Look at the back. <laughs> so, the fun was kind of taken out of it by people. I mean, it, I, I guess most people don't use their dog to notify family members, but but you guys did one of those for well, Christmas, my mother, or whatever. Yeah, we used my niece. <laughs> oh. So what? So when Lisa told me, she made like a little, um, like a little, pa- like a little package, and uh, there's like a card in there, and she made. So she knits and crochets. Uh, there's a difference that I have not learned between yeah. the two. I think it's doesn't one have one needle and one has two. Sure. <laughs> the benefit of being on a podcast on the internet is I can Google that while you figure this out. Good. Yeah. So she knitted um, two little sets of baby shoes, like baby booties, like one with um, the University of Wisconsin colors and then one with the University of Tampa colors. And she was like, oh, like little baby boots for our kid and the little alma maters. So that was super cute. And then we... Did you figure it out at that point? Or what was like... Yeah. I mean, it was pretty obvious. (laughs) Well, no, and I think there's a card and the card... You know, was not cryptic at all. It was just like <laughs> we got a baby. Yeah. Now we just got to know what what, uh, what school colors to put them in. To that point, it's gonna be UW stuff because they don't make too much stuff for South Florida Division Two schools <laughs> compared <laughs> compared to in-state Big Ten schools with major football programs. It's a lot easier to find. It's like Aaron's Notre Dame versus my DePaul. People are like, oh yeah, yeah the, the other Catholic school in that area. Huh? Yeah, like you, I could. They sell UW onesies at the grocery store. By the way, knitting uh, requires two needles and a continuous strand of yarn, whereas um, the other one has one needle and and loops or something. I don't know. All right. Well, she fashioned shoes out of fabric. There you go. Um, And then, so then when we told my family, we we found this shirt that said, I'm going to be an older niece soon. 
or something to that effect um, to give to my niece for Christmas. Like, that was her Christmas present, like one of her gifts. I hope it didn't actually say that because it's kind of redundant to say I'm going to be an older niece soon. Like, you're not going to... Or no, sorry, uh, I'm going to be an older cousin. That's what it was. I got you. But, so it was like, I'm going to be an older cousin or whatever, whatever it was to that effect. Um, And we're like, oh, hey, you should, what does this shirt say? (laughs) You know, and so we showed it to everybody and everybody's like, oh my God. They're all super happy. And my mom was pissed because she was up here in November. Obviously we knew we were pregnant. Yeah. But we didn't want to tell anybody till like 12 weeks in. Right. And so she's like, "What? when did you find out? And I was like, October? She's like, I was just up there. Why didn't you tell me? And I was like, because we didn't tell anybody. She's like, but you should have told me. And I'm like, that's not how this works, Mom. <laughs> we, I think we told everyone right away. See, the, you know, the, the reason for waiting you know, the 12 weeks is because it's higher risk of miscarriage in your first pregnancy, especially in the first trimester and whatever. Right. We had plans to drink with a lot of people in the upcoming weeks. <laughs> so we kind of were... We kind of had to tell them versus try to hide it. So we went to my my parents, we told, because she wanted to tell her parents. Like, well, we can't tell yours and not mine. That's not fair. Right. You can't pick and choose like that. Yeah. So we told both of our parents. And then um, with my brother, I think we were planning on going over there or something. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was was my buddy Mitch, the one whose wife uh, told us to talk about it later. They (laughs) They were coming over. And we had to, you know, Aaron couldn't drink, obviously. So we're like, well, that was another one we did. I think we did. Oh, no. You know what we did? I remember this now. We did this for Nick and Jesse, too. I asked Erin what she wanted to drink. That's what it was. And uh, she's like, I'll have a glass of red wine. And I was like, wait, can you drink when you're pregnant? Because now, now that I remember that story, I think it was Nick that, like, paused for a good five, ten seconds. Like, what do you mean? Because Mitch did the same thing. Mitch just kind of sat on the couch, and he was like, huh? <laughs> of course, the women all like, ah! And the guy's just kind of, that's a register for a quick second. Like, can yeah. you drink when you're pregnant? Well, I don't know. That's how we told everybody. Less clever than the shirt, but still just as fun. Yeah. But we told, um, we told a couple people earlier on. Yeah, and then we, we sent out our Christmas cards. Had, did, yeah, so our Christmas cards had like a little announcement on it as well. We kind of killed two birds with one stone. Oh, yeah. It's, it's weird. Like, we put almost nothing on Facebook. Though, according to Facebook, Lisa and I aren't married to each other either. <laughs> Bastard children! We're not big on updating Facebook with like this these kind of personal uh, details. Just put it on a podcast instead. Yeah, we, we're we not a big... I use Facebook, and I hate when people do this, but I do it anyways. We use Facebook just to send each other stupid videos um, that we find online. Just so I don't have to find it later. <laughs> and so, BuzzFeed quizzes. Yes. Well, no, we don't do the quizzes, because there's always advertisements, and it's swipe here and I don't want to do that anymore but um, we I wanted to do something kind of clever just because I'm like screw it let's let the world know I want to shout it from the mountains <laughs> I don't have a mountain um, I was going to build I forget what the hell I was going to put oh like a chalkboard and you write down you know baby McDonough coming soon or whatever the hell you put on yeah, yeah. and then put three hooks and get our two stethoscopes and then buy a baby stethoscope and put it over there and I figured out I didn't have the time to do that and didn't want to spend the money on doing that, so we instead just took the ultrasound picture and made our stethoscopes into a heart, and I had my brother Photoshop, because he's a Photoshop genius, and put on there something about, like, solving the nursing shortage in 2018 or something, or 2017 or something like that. Oh, that's pretty cute. 
But the thing that makes me most upset is we only got 288 likes out of it, and I was really hoping for 300. But thus far, it is the most likes I've seen on a baby announcement in my friend group. All three people that have had babies. How much of those are Aaron's friends compared to yours? All, all of them. Because I, um, I use Facebook's birthday reminders to remind me to unfriend people. So... <laughs> It's like, it's this person's birthday. Like, yeah, I don't care. On friends. Happy birthday. Like, kids from high school. I'm like, I'm never going to talk to him again. Delete. You know, so um, I have like... When like I went when members. I went through and did my first big sort of Facebook friend purge... The purge. I kept people based on what college they went to. And I was like, oh, this person went to Northwestern. They might be successful in the future. <laughs> I'm going to keep tabs on them. Oh, this person didn't go to college. I don't need to know them. <laughs> See, but the thing is, like, this guy's a plumber. You might need that later on. That's true. I do need a plumber, so I, I probably did. The person with the person with the humanities degree from Northwestern isn't going to help me with, with my tub. <laughs> oh, he might have gone back to plumbing school because you can't get a job in, you know, art history. A curator for some, like, local Wheaton art museum or something like that. There's seven pictures painted by Miss Smith down the road. But I like art. Sorry to any art majors that aren't listening. <laughs> if they appreciate art, they are not listening to our podcast. I'm guessing. Well, this is art. It's spoken word. Bad art. <laughs> we'll do a haiku at the end, and we'll make it. We'll make it art. I don't know. That's the only. I feel like. I feel like we got some good tips in there. A couple good recommendations. Yeah, I think. Well, the baby's still new for you guys, so I think in a couple. Maybe a week, you'll have a bit more information. A bit more. Yeah. I'm just. We're, we're, I'm just along for the ride here. And unfortunately for Aaron, I've been so busy with work and fixing up this house that I don't... I think I remember what she looks like. But <laughs> I'm, I'm usually... The longer hair? Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the brown, blonde brown? Is she redhead? I forget. The one in the um, house that walks on two legs? Yeah. Well, Minnie's got a good balance. It's that poodle in her. But I, I just... I always get the text updates about how she's feeling, you know? Or she'll... Come in and be like, oh, I don't know how you deal with acid reflux. <laughs> Just a, an IV of Tums? Yeah. Well, and then her thing is she has a taste aversion to any sort of antacid because they're chalky. Oh, really? It's just in is general. that because of the pregnancy or in general? Just in general. So she keeps... Luckily, I have, like, a pharmacy worth of antacid medications, um, various types of them in the house because I, uh, I don't follow the diet I'm supposed to for acid reflux because I drink a lot of beer and use uh, Frank's Red Hot on everything. And eat high-fat, high-grease diets. Has Aaron developed other, like, taste aversions? She, no, she never, any t- taste aversions that I can remember. She ate a lot more eggs and a lot more, well, she always ate a lot of peanut butter anyways, but, like, she'll, you know, did you eat dinner tonight? Well, I had, like, you know, peanut butter on bread. That's not dinner. That's not even breakfast for most people. <laughs> she, I don't know, I don't think she had any taste aversions. Oh, I was say, I know what she really wants is, you know, she'll smell my beer every now and again, and not that she's an alcoholic. But she'll smell my beer every now and again and be like, I cannot wait. I have a list of booze I'm going to buy for her. We're going to have a fridge full of shit that I will not drink for when she's done being pregnant. It's going to be everything that she's ever said. I want that. I put it in my phone. So she's going to get it. And they don't make anything less than, you know, you can't buy one Zima hard twist whatever, you know. I don't know if she wants Zima. I mean, who just wants one, though? Right. Well, one's going to be all it takes after nine months of not drinking. That's true. Um, Lisa developed an odd aversion to Chinese food. That is the one. That's, <laughs> just in well, general, Aaron, it's just like 
Erin never liked no. Chinese food, but if she developed an aversion to it, it'd make me want it more. Well, you remember my theory. There's nothing better than a nice mediocre Chinese food. Yeah, it's all I pretty think I much mediocre. I had a theory about that back in college. I forget what it was. That's not important right now. All right, I need to go watch my child. Oh. <laughs> so. Kids ruin everything. I know. I mean, she's the impetus for this podcast and also the reason why I gotta shut up now. Yeah. I haven't heard her peep once unless you have her in a different room. Well, she's been pretty quiet so far. That's good. So. Alright, so this will be our sign-off. Hopefully next time it'll be more. Bye. <laughs> it'll make more sense. With better sounding recording. I don't know what this sounds like because my freaking microphone they should say on there it says laptop computer it doesn't work for a laptop computer bunch of pricks <laughs> I'm gonna write that right. very strongly worded email well I'm gonna spend however long it takes to edit this into something usable <laughs> and then uh, we'll pick back up next week yeah we'll make it uh, we'll have more talking points more things more advice it'll be a, it'll just be a better run show for sure. Everyone starts off rocky. And if you're sitting there listening to us judging, then just keep listening. Don't stop. Yeah. Tell, your, tell your friends. If you're sitting there listening and judging, make your own damn podcast. And tell, your pedi- and tell me how you made it better. Tell your pediatrician. Have them tell the patients. We might suck, but we'll have a big fan base. I there's I know some podcasts that suck and have a big fan base, so yeah. I'm okay with that. Coming from someone who's never actually listened to a podcast before, I'm I'm sure there are plenty out there. (laughs) I've heard worse. Alright, well, I'm gonna sign off now. Is this where we do the cut thing? Yeah, sure. Yeah. (laughs) And cut! Hello all, just Anthony here again, because, surprise, surprise, we didn't record an outro either. Thank you all for listening, and if you made it this far, I do commend you. If you want to contact us, you can find us on Twitter at DadliestPod. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter at DadliestPod. You can email us at DadliestPod at gmail.com. And you can find our subreddit at DadliestCatch.reddit.com. Hit us up with questions, comments, tell us we're great, tell us we suck. Whatever your thoughts are, let us know. Thanks, and see you next week.